Ben? Yeah. Question mark? I, I don't know. Did we change identities <laughs> over the weekend? It was a good weekend, maybe. I'm still Tiffany. Yes. Maybe once this is all over, I'll change. Like, we just all start fresh. Just pick somebody else? Just... Yeah. Yeah. Like 2022, maybe. Nice. I'm not saying it's going to last that long. Yeah. You know what I mean by it. Right. The thing we no longer speak of, but every day do. We but sound good. Still, still Tiffany. Do we sound good? I think we do. I think so. We sound good on Until I day. listen to it and go, that's what I sound like. That's what I sound Yeah. <laughs> well, morning. Morning. Still morning. Still morning. We got yes. in before the, the noon rush. Yeah. Positive. It's a little, it's chilly outside. It's cold. Just want it to be over. Just cold. Just want to play outside. Yeah. The sun had me up early today. Like, I'm like, it's bright. Is this the day? And then knowing better. I think there was frost even. Yeah. But anyways, here we are. May 10th. May 10th. Holy moly. You had a birthday. Birthday. Over the weekend. Yep. Uh, second, second isolated birthday, 42. Mm -hmm. So for, yeah. So the big one was I didn't, I had people over because that would right. have been three years ago. So that's yeah. okay. I think that one I got to celebrate and it was good. It was a sense of normalcy, I think, mm -hmm. on Saturday. A couple drop-bys, yeah. some videos, snacks, beer. Yeah. It felt like kind of a normal day. Yeah. Cold. <laughs> Is your birthday normally cold? You know what? It used to not be, but the last, it snowed last year on my birthday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the sun was out, but it was yeah. cold. It can't the pool get you was down. 53, so I think it was 54 last year. Mm -hmm. Still did a cold plunge. <laughs> Probably should have done that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, it was good. And uh, let us know in the comments, too. There was a, uh, a billboard that went up there over the a, weekend there uh, a of a certain person's face. And yeah. uh, let us know if you've seen it. Yeah, it's, and uh, if you haven't, you need to go find it. It's, yeah, take uh, a selfie. On your way into Paris. Yeah. <laughs> it's every two minutes. So pull over. You can pull into that driveway there. It's double-sided. Yeah. <laughs> Both sides. Get your um, fill. Yeah, so thank you to you guys for that nice little surprise on there too. I think yeah. I think Bernie, but I didn't mean to cut you out of the thank yous. It was both of your, oh, no, that's your okay. probably your that's idea okay. to be it's honest, but we won't. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> we won't drag the husband under the bus. Abby so. says, hey you two, about time Tiff replaced Bernie. Yeah. He's probably still recovering. And I think he's watching weekend. too because there's a wow emoji that popped up. Uh-oh. Yeah, he so is we watching. gotta be careful. Well, you know, when he, he's when you're not here and it's yeah. me and him, he's not very nice to you. So I know, right? Under I think the bus. we can, yeah, I think we can think of some things. But yeah. everybody loves Bernie, so yeah, we'll here figure we are. it out. So there's there's a few things that we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Today. Um, and one of them being we did want to do like a little bit of a QA session um, with yourself as the traveling client, just to mm -hmm. kind of find out. Uh, how you started. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people know you as as Tiff today, as Traveling Pint today, but don't necessarily know your journey, which yeah. I believe it's been about five years, right? It has been five, maybe six, or going on mm -hmm. six. Yeah, maybe more, maybe more. Well, I guess with this last year, it's been kind of slow, but yeah. But yeah, I think we've got a bit of a different audience on mm -hmm. on now too, so we can share some of that and yeah. tell a bit of a story behind it. Yeah. It takes me right back to uh, Think Millennial and Rogers, different yeah. couches. And we're controlling yeah. things, but yeah. Uh, yeah. We don't have Patty here to check my mic, so oops, it's probably folded in. I need Patty <laughs> here to be like, Tiffany, fix your mic. She did send me a really nice birthday message saying she missed the smell of beer at the mm. studio once I left, so yeah. I thought that was really nice. <laughs> I'll go in there and just spray beer all over to make her feel. <laughs> just champagne shower, right? Just, yeah. yeah. Reminisce. Um, and then we also wanted to talk about the just the idea like there's a lot of negativity that gets talked about around the world and what's going on and um, you had sent me a few links about 
actually how businesses have kind of, there's been new businesses that have come out of this, new opportunities. Yeah, I sort of, when you messaged me last night and it was like, oh, is there anything you want to talk about? I started to think about all the businesses that are still doing well. So I don't want to, by any means, like, not give attention to, we mm -hmm. still need to support, we still need all of this for small businesses. But it was kind of interesting to just to type in Google, like, I can't remember what I wrote, like businesses that are flourishing mm -hmm. uh, during the pandemic. Because right. there are some that are, some are large, some are small. And then it's been almost a world, uh, I don't know if world record's the right thing, but for startups too. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to talk about that a little bit. And then I also want to touch on, before we started that, just because we like to go all over the place on yeah. the show, I think. <laughs> On the radio this morning, because that's always where you can get a lot of great ideas we're talking about. They were talking about vaccine tourism. Mm. So I was like, oh, this is interesting. Because we kind of joked, I think, a while ago about, like, maybe we'll just go down to Florida and get a vaccine and stay there for a month and, like, whatever, enjoy right. whatever it is or, or, or still be quarantined down there. But then mm -hmm. come back and you have your vaccine way quicker than things here. Mind you, things are starting to roll out more, but it's still confusing as ever. So they were actually <laughs> saying how there's, like, travel agents. I just took notes. But... Basically, there's like traveling agents that have been doing these trips. So some of them were like, you go to the USA down to Florida for 22 days. So you get in there, you get your first vaccination, you'd wait or whatever. Because yeah. I think it's different there. You, you, you can pay for it. I don't think it's outrageous, but you just go buy them, right? Where it's obviously healthcare is different from there and the other. But then there was people, when I started to do more, um, like they're calling them shot trips, I guess too. Vaccination, vacations, shot trips. There's all sorts of play on words. But when I started Googling a little bit more about it, they were saying how like Florida was also now stopping that mm -hmm. because they have a lot of more senior residents right. and now they weren't getting them. So I think they might have changed the rules. I could be wrong on this, that you have to be local and you have to be 65 or oval in Florida. So now that's caused a lot of other Floridians to not be able to get them. Mm -hmm. So now there's lots of trips that are going from Florida to like, what was the, like Florida to Dubai or oh, Israel, Florida, Israel, 850 return. $2,000 roughly a month for a house. You go for two months. It's pretty reasonable, actually. <laughs> you spend two months in Israel. I feel like Florida to Israel is a really, it just sounds like a funny route, right? Yeah, but then yeah. Dubai is another big one because people, were, they were really encouraging in Dubai that you can come and work here because right. they have all that technology and mm -hmm. you can still have a business base anywhere and go work there and get all that stuff done. Right. Um, and then Cuba, I think I even saw you can do some trips there too. So basically Americans now going overseas, but I think that's always also been a common thing Yeah. for like cosmetic surgery, dental, like things are really expensive in the United States. So I think mm -hmm. this whole concept of going overseas for maybe a surgical procedure isn't that new, Right. but the fact that maybe they're now thinking of it to do it for the vaccination right. is kind of a neat idea. But then also it's also targeting, I think the bottom line was like, it's for wealthy people. Right. So once again, money, you can buy Whatever you want. Whatever, right? Whatever yeah. you want. So I don't know if there's – it's a good moral to the story, but I thought mm -hmm. it was kind of a, an interesting concept and still shows that people can't and how expensive stuff is. Mm -hmm. We won't go on like what people pay for insulin right. in the States, but it's insane. Like I buy a bottle of insulin for like $50 and it's probably three to four five, $500 for a it's bottle there. Incredible. Same shit. Just a border. Yeah. Just a, like a line. Yeah. Yeah. So but hmm. that's a bit of a sidetrack. And another sidetrack that I saw, it's all in the same theme, though, is that, uh, like, everybody's shifted over to, like, remote working now, right? Yeah. Like, a lot of people have been able to make that transition. And I've been seeing different news articles pop up about some, it's kind of, it's one, it was the two opposing views. And one was that the owners of these larger companies were saying that it's not working and that they want all their employees to come back. 
And then the other was, is that it's the employee's time to be like, no, we're not going back to work. We, we want to continue to remote work and make that happen. And I think that there's, there's a gap in what's going on there. And I think that it's a, it's beneficial to have people both like to have both and maybe it's yeah. a hybrid approach that needs to be. And had. some people can work, work like that and some can't. Right? right. So you probably have a little bit of, of both, but I right. think also dragging on the pandemic, people were just tired of it, regardless whether they're working at the office, like mm -hmm. maybe everyone's production is just down too. Right. So that's hard to now show from the start, maybe a lot more was getting done in these situations. And yeah, now everybody was like, chipper about this. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. out, you know, yeah. their, their mind's gone and their focus is gone. Um, but yeah, it's been, I, it's just been so long. I think we always work and, and even reading that book ages ago that Bernie and I always talk about the four hour work week. Mm -hmm. Like this was like the concept of that book. He's like, then you go talk to your employer, you prove what you can do from home and you right. start to grow how much you're doing at home compared to how much you're doing at the office and show them that your production or your whatever work is actually Right. at a higher rate when you're at home but now it is kind of that's not why everyone's gone there in the first place right so it's like here i am just want to work in my pajamas home. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we'll see like maybe maybe that's why nature's like you're not getting nice weather yet you guys still got work to do because <laughs> yeah. everyone will then at that point be outside or trying to get out of the place and i'm not suggesting everyone travels I, I am. I was. I'm that's not promoting vaccine vacations. I kind of am, but I'm not. Don't don't come at me. <laughs> Those notes are done. So, yeah, yeah, I already have my first, and I don't even know how it would work. But it's partially tempting. I just like the concept of them trying to maybe throw something at the wall. And these travel agents have probably been bored for so long. And if they can yeah. create something, I mean, if it's it's safe. But then you look at how many are flying into here, and that's not a vaccine vacation. That's right. just like. When well, I think Australia or New Zealand, didn't they have it where you got in a plane and you just circled in the yeah, air? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Else? <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. It would be weird. I think because the whole idea of possibly sitting on a plane, like it's always Makes been you forget. a little bit <laughs> yeah. uh, stuffy for me. So now mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I think that's the last place I also want to be stuck unless we'll see. But regardless, there's lots of travel deals on. So if you are regular travelers and are missing that, get on the interweb and mm -hmm. like there's some good deals out there right now that a lot of people are like just book by the end of 2023 mm -hmm. um full refund if you need like it seems pretty flexible out there so mm -hmm. we saw my friend sent me one of those like you know those huts over the ocean in like maldives or bora bora right. like the things that everyone wants to go and take instagram pictures of so she sent me like a fantastic deal on those actually and it's only a thousand dollars for the week for two people to stay wow. so a little bit more for the ones that are actually on, which I read right. the fine print, but worth that. And you still have to fly there. So I was trying to figure out the back end. But regardless, that was like less than half of what it usually costs right. to do that. So, And they booked it. My friend booked it. Sweet. Yeah. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Hold Send on. Like, Hold your horses. Like, I haven't told Brian this yet, so maybe I'll book Maldives. Well, he knows Maldives. now. Yeah. yeah. He didn't let me book Japan the other week, so maybe I'll book Maldives today. He'll yell that he can't sit, stay for, sit still for 10 days, but... I think there's a five-day one for less. Yeah. So maybe I'll just take him there for five days. And yeah, just tape him to the wall. Leave him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Just> Force <laughs> him to relax. We'll see. So, yeah, businesses. What Do you want to get into that part? Sure. Booming then, businesses. Yeah. Do you want me to read from my list? Yeah. Because we, we talked about talking about this, and then we're like, there's still a lot we don't know as far as, like, acting like an expert necessarily right. on this. But I think it was a cool conversation, and... Um, just to see some of the, the booming businesses. So what do you, did I re did you read that one? What do you think some of the booming businesses are right now? What has grown since the whole pandemic? Or you can guess on the questions I think it's probably too, like 
like maybe the food industry, like takeout. Oh, I don't even know if that was on there. Go on. Maybe, I don't know if that one would. I, that makes but then, sense. But people, but maybe if you look at it as a whole, where it's the, the restaurant having people inside plus the takeout, where now it's just the takeout, maybe it stayed the same. Yeah. As it's gone across Probably, instead. yeah. It's probably not even close, so that actually. Might, yeah, that's a bad, <laughs> yeah. not a bad guess. Um, and then probably technology, like some form of like cell phones or like online gaming. Yeah, video like games that. was on there. Video yeah. games was on there. Travel, so you've got one no. out of seven. One out of seven. To do with food. Things, pools, like landscaping and home rentals, contractors maybe. No, I don't, none of that was on this list, but, but people are doing more of that. Right. But does that just mean they're buying more lumber? So where does that, where does that start? Plywood right? industry. Plywood industry. <laughs> yeah. But then they, the price is not lately. No. But you're right. More, I would think more outdoor stuff. Right. But basically what was on there was video games was up top. Right. So people were playing a lot of the, I think they call them point of view. I'm very un intelligent on right. things so things i think where you are playing with other people but right. I, think, I feel that's a lot of video games now but yep. those interactive ones right. so you still have your friends uh clorox is one of the huge companies that have skyrocketed so enough. cleaning yeah. products right we've all been cleaning all <laughs> yeah. along but yeah. we know that uh bleach and all that stuff so i think they're one of the bigger companies peloton so i guess we could kind of maybe even put that into right like weights, home workout home weights, workouts yeah, yeah which weights have to. gone up a huge amount. Yeah. Like, right? It's craziness. People are like scavenging yeah. for them. Go Peloton. Find some big rocks. The yeah. really, yeah, Peloton. The really <laughs> expensive way to get a clothes hanger in your room. <laughs> Paid five times the price of a treadmill you to hang your clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody yelling. We do at not you own one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is an interesting concept. I, I, I just. It's not me, but I do. I think it's pretty cool. Again, it's it's that uh, virtual being mm -hmm. a part of something, right? right? So making people feel like they're they're there somewhere else or this one was interesting so you did say food beyond meat okay so specifically the fake burger company or right. they probably make more than just burgers but yeah. i think of burgers when i hear beyond meat so they were up last year oh so may sorry so january to march so yeah. the first quarter of this year they were up 141 percent at the same time from last year so they're wondering some some of it says there might be like a bit of a meat shortage for some people too okay. so they are using that as an alternative Hmm. or some people get concerned about where meat comes from right. but it, it should i mean maybe we don't have to worry about that in canada yeah. but beyond meat has like skyrocketed hmm. 3m the company so probably not scotch tape but like the i think they do masks and, and stuff right, right. masks yeah. and the heavier gowns. like those yes all of the protective equipment yeah so they've again always been they're just it, it's sort of interesting to think of some of that wayfair mm -hmm. so i guess general online shopping though, right? but wayfair is so lately i feel like I, I feel like i've always been really hard on wayfair but Lately, I feel like I've been seeing some things on there that have been more reasonable. Mm -hmm. So whether it's just been something that's caught my eye or like I usually buy like blue things. So I don't know. Maybe they have a blue <laughs> they've sale got on. you figured like, out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just getting targeted. So I feel like they've been a bit better, but I think it's hit or miss on there. Mm -hmm. I really do. But I feel like my mom's, fancy name. my mom's on Wayfair daily probably. <laughs> so uh, she's keeping their stocks alive. Yeah, yeah. And then Zoom, Zoom, which is an obvious right. one. Right. But I think that's also strange because we've kind of always been using it mm -hmm. a little bit or one of these technologies to right. do something like this this is not zoom uh, this is not a commercial for zoom <laughs> but with everyone having to work from home so those are some of the um bigger ones and then there was that unexpected they're all kind of u.s stats i find it's hard to find canadian mm -hmm. stats maybe i need to like is there like a canadian 
search engine, Google.ca? Not really. There, there probably is. because it's like population or something, more density. They just mm -hmm. like give us all U.S. stats. Yeah. It's always a struggle we just don't to find exist. that. <laughs> yeah. We don't yeah. exist at all. So then the unexpected boom in startups. So I thought that was really cool. So six weeks into um, the pandemic, mm -hmm. the numbers were like so high that they had to check them. So just like the startup numbers of like being like, oh my gosh, people are like still creating businesses. The third quarter of 2020 was the highest number of applications ever seen in the U.S. for startup mm -hmm. businesses. Um, Some are kind of seizing the COVID opportunities, as we mentioned. Online retail skyrocketed. Brick and mortar is not doing so great. Um, so then the ongoing thing about can all these online businesses people create still be able to fill the job void that's happened with everyone losing jobs? Um, I guess a lot of restaurants, right? Servers, right. movies, all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. How can you flip that and still? And so. I feel like there's a bit of a gap there in like starting an online business and you're like you as yourself being able to do the majority of everything. To get it going right. where with a brick and mortar business, there's a lot more components to it yeah. where you almost need to have that staff to be able to take care of that. And I feel like there's yeah, a longer correct. a longer run of time as an online business to be able to get to the point where you need to hire staff yeah. to look after either your social media or to look after acquiring product or taking the pictures of the product yeah. and organizing the website. And again, some of it's been a long time coming. I'm like, why are these, why is it taking so long? I feel like some stuff that has been obvious to more of us sort of techie people, you're like, why is it taking people so long? But I mean, <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But then will some of these be able to sustain when people can finally get back out again, right? But right. I think some shopping has been really, really nice online and... Mm -hmm. Um, some things aren't because I need to touch a lot of things like trying to buy sheets or a backsplash is just like, how can I buy this without right. touching stuff? Right? Well, but you how will that sense. longevity? Yeah. You don't miss God. HomeSense. The last place. I know support local and I do, but sometimes going into HomeSense and buying a $30 candle is just mm -hmm. what brings sparks, no pun intended, <laughs> yeah. what sparks joy into my life. So, yeah. I mean, we've even seen friends, like we, people are still contacting us for work that right. are just starting a business right. so it's not a bad time just it's different right and maybe now is a great time to start working on your side gig while you have your other job and you are at home a little bit more mm -hmm. too right again yeah and I think it, locally so. you look around in downtown Brantford there's been a, like very few businesses have closed mm -hmm. and there's been a large group of businesses that have opened mm -hmm. during this and I just think that that's really cool to see across the board um, that these businesses are taking whatever their dream may be and pushing it out there and just making it happen yeah. and figuring it out as they go. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It takes really, and there was an idea, what was it, was it creative destruction? There was some concept that an author had put out there a long time ago in the one article that we were looking at. Oh, and right, right. And the idea that like... Every now and again, there is this rotation of ideas, and that's how just the economy continues to grow, is that yeah. something happens, people lose their jobs, they have to get creative, they come up with these new ideas, new inventions, new mm -hmm. whatever it may be, and then that initiates all of these new jobs and continues to grow, and then it happens again and again, and that's where innovation comes from. Yeah, and, and the bit of that hustle, I, I don't always like using the word hustle, because I do believe like you should also be able to relax in your life, right. and everyone's like, hustle till you make it. Well, yeah, but you should also like take a day off and mm -hmm. smell the smell the roses. Smell, but yeah. um, Oh, I don't know what I was going to say with that. Oh, oh so uh, I can't remember. I lost my train of thought. Roses, tulips. Yeah, it's cold. <laughs> It's cold. Lots of beautiful plants outside. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Hope they last the frost. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I think there's, no, it's like that whole uh, saying is like, when was the best time to plant a tree? Well, mm. 20 years ago or now, right? Like, mm -hmm. And so if you've got that idea that you want to go for, like you said, 
There's oh yeah, no or make kind of it. That's time. what I'm sorry. Right. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Like some people, it's like, well, I can sit at home and um, you know collect my serve, which is which is totally fine. Yeah. Depending, and others are like, no, I have to do more because maybe they did have a really good job that they unfortunately lost, right? Mm -hmm. So it does show that inner person. Some people are like, well, no, I have to do what it takes right now. So even if it's something that you don't like that you have to do, you have mm -hmm. to do what it takes to get through this too, right? right? And kind of keep going forward a little bit until we all do have those, all the options of opportunities back right. or some that might not come back. To right. Them, so. Yeah. So yeah, let us know what you think. Hey, Abby. Hey, probably grandma. Hey, mom. Grandma. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> and then growth was part of that article too that was kind of neat, I think, just saying like some businesses, it might be easier to start up now too, but right. it's the growth that's stunting a lot of them. So mm -hmm. just not being able to, whether that again is staff or going up to the next level mm -hmm. or being having that consistent business or busyness to, right. to get there too. So kind of looking at what you've done in the last two years and if you're stuck and feel like you haven't been growing, but business has still been kind of steady, I think that's not a bad thing considering everything going on, but I think that's the whole point where some of us feel like, what are we doing day in and day out? I think it's because we haven't done anything mm -hmm. new. There's been no, it's like not much growth. <laughs> yeah, like you're just like, oh, I feel in this like rut every day, right? So I yeah. think some of that is just like, okay, how do we grow? And, and even some projects we have going on here, some are, are on hold because of the regulations and mm -hmm. shooting some videos and getting some of that done right. where we're like, it would be so nice. I mean, there's never a rush, but we want to check off some of these boxes and be able to produce uh, this great content and things right. that we have for some businesses that just have to wait. So mm -hmm. you're kind of living in that past a little bit when you want to feel like somewhere new. Right. I don't know that Jared, I wonder if Jared feels this. I feel like Jared gets to go out and like deal with like rabbit Cuddle animals. Cuddle animals. Just cuddle animals. Um, <laughs> and I feel like, I, <laughs> I, I feel like it's also potentially everything has kind of leveled the playing field for startups a little mm. bit where somebody that maybe isn't so social and outgoing and wants to get in front of people mm. maybe had is now compared to the person that wants to go out there or get face to face with people mm -hmm. they're not able to do that so they've it's that playing field has been leveled as far as starting a new business and yeah. being able to get out and it's different opportunities or maybe it's all new ways of doing business for somebody um, to try and make that work so yeah. people have had to get really creative I know. I'm trying to think of some other examples, but it's been a long week. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to uh, focus this week again. The birthday's got me still tired. so. Um, but I don't know. That's what I enjoy. That's why I think I do this and why I've had my own businesses. I just love seeing the way people are innovative and creating stuff and watching some people fail and watching some people succeed and, and learning what you can't do or, or seeing people come back and just change a little something. I think it's really fascinating to me right. when people run their own businesses and to see everyone do it differently and figure figure it out, right? Mm -hmm. And I think everybody goes way. through the exact same stages. Mm -hmm. They just hit them at, in different ways. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you're able to jump over them, sometimes you run into them. Um, but everybody has to, the more you talk to people, the more there's all of those stages of just different things mm -hmm. that you have to get through when you have your own business. And I think the yeah. sooner that knowing you realize... When to scale that, up, right? Yeah. You guys have talked about that, like knowing when to, yeah, when to grow or when to hire someone mm -hmm. or when to outsource and kind right. of taking those steps to to do that but I yeah. also feel like I <laughs> there's a lot of brick and mortar but I have a, always have a large list of business ideas but I'm someone personally who maybe gets two years into something and gets a little bit bored so I don't know that I could commit to like I like the flexibility and the freedom of what my beer and travel blog right. brings me and then I like working with you guys because it's always a little bit of something different right. every day, right? Which I think is what has kept Bernie, thank goodness, interested yeah. too because it is always changing. But yeah. 
I've also been someone that usually has like a two year window of kind of doing that. And then it's like, okay, I need to change, right? Mm -hmm. Something fresh. But again, self-employment for the most part allows you to do that. I just don't know, you know, I think craft beer bar or like beer museum. And it's like, is that something I could go in every day? have to turn on the lights and eventually you do hire somebody, right. but that takes time. You have to put it's the hours commitment. in, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you have to make sure, I don't know, that they know what they're doing and that you're running that and, and, and grinding away and you don't make millions selling beer. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> right. you got to fill in some of that employment and then, and of course you want to pay fair wages. There's mm -hmm. been a lot of, a lot of chat about that too. I think it's been a conversation how they're saying like a lot of people or some people haven't wanted to go back to work because they've been kind of, no, I wouldn't say making a lot officer, but sometimes it's like you sort of see that value and you're like, oh, I was doing a lot for whatever. Well, right. how about we just pay people fairly? So mm -hmm. there has been uh, some breweries I've seen lately that they take a course and it's like a fair wages, something or other. So there's a few breweries, um, I think Anderson's in London and Block 3 in Little Beast. They all have these like certificates that they take in a course and they actually pay a fair living wage. I still cool. don't know what that number is, but I'm pretty sure it's a fair living wage. Like, but it's, I, don't, I don't know what that is relative to. I've been self-employed and I've made no money for so many years. <laughs> I don't know. But like, it's cool to see some small businesses caring about that and trying mm -hmm. to make a difference. Because that I think it's still a big stress on them to pay out. But it's fair when you want a certain amount of work done and you want yeah, and the quality to stick of work. with you, right? Yeah. Like it makes a difference. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they're just going to go somewhere else. So, yeah. And especially if you're not giving benefits and some more money is needed in some of those cases. Right. So. Yeah, Definitely. so maybe you should take that course. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and we are going to break. <laughs> um, but I think this is perfect transition time to talk about Traveling Pint and how you mm -hmm. how you started. Like, where did the idea come from for you to jump into this? Yeah, so I, I've been self-employed for many years now, probably since 2006. I've always had, I think, Dog walking was my mm -hmm. first business that I started when I lived out in Whistler. And then moved through things, dog training, yada, yada. And then Bernie and I became, um, you heard a bit of the story from him probably, but we started to do some online stuff. And it was sort of a, I don't want to say it was like an MLM, but it was all about kind of blogging. And we sort of fell in love with this whole thing that we weren't really into the MLM side of it, but we were into this whole about learning how to blog, how to be online, how to teach others to do that, and how to just kind of share your passion, passage, or passion and create your right. own brand. So the girl that we had kind of followed under this, she was really good at branding. So then just being around that and kind of being like blog, 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 I was, and it's a common thing. Like there's a blog for everything. Like every time you Google a recipe, it takes me to a blog, right? right? Like one that's way too long. Yeah. And you jump to recipe, yeah. but like every, a lot of things that you're reading and content is a blog online. So I was wanted one. I wanted one. I didn't know what to write about. So I was like, well, this, and we kind of started doing some dog stuff on it, but the dog industry is fun and everything, but it's also the dog industry and a lot of opinions. And we think very differently about a lot of stuff than people do. And we can handle ourselves on there, but you start to uh, get a little bit tired of that. So right. we started thinking about more what you like. And traveling was always something that Bernie and I had done together and then discovering beer. So when I started this, I didn't know, have as much knowledge on beer. I'd always been a beer drinker. Mm -hmm. So since I was 19 years of age, yeah. I drank beer. And... The more we started to discover craft beer on our road trips, um, it really became a little bit of the culture. That's how we got to meet cool people. And it just was something that we had interest and excitement in because it was still fairly new to Canada. Like it had been here, but it was still nothing like it is today right. as far it's as numbers exploded. go. Yeah. It's crazy. Like it's, it's so, a lot of it's changed since I started, which is kind mm -hmm. of 
probably a whole other story for one day, but even like when I started my Instagram account, how much kind of easier it was to gain traction where I've really struggled growing my audience mm -hmm. the last couple of years, whether it's due to COVID, whether it's due to me doing things fairly and not buying fake followers right. and all that crap and whether it is me just also not being consistent, but it's really, really shifted in those years of as far as like influencers or brands go on Instagram, but that could probably be a chat for another right. day. But um, so yeah, we, I think we were traveling dog and Bernie's like, what about beer and traveling pint? So it was a lot focused on beer at the start. And I think by accidentally putting traveling into that title was the best thing we ever did because mm -hmm. I said I wanted to shift a little bit because I love beer, but I, I also, it's not that I don't like gnome, but when everyone just thinks about me and beer, like I've done a lot more in life than just drink <laughs> beer. So yeah. it's sort of like, well, we've been a lot of places and yeah. I've traveled a lot and I've learned mm -hmm. a lot and I love culture and I love learning about like we're very fortunate I think especially as like a white Canadian that we can travel to a lot of countries mm -hmm. with maybe a little bit more safe feeling or right. than some other cultures and I think we have always had that opportunity as a kid to travel and whatnot right. too so it's just something I love learning and eating and the food and the people and being somewhere where like nobody speaks English is just such a interesting adventure as right. opposed to somewhere where they do right and, and everything counts but um as I start to go off track, but then it just was what I wanted to write about. Right. So then when I started writing about beers, when I became like, oh my gosh, there's so much behind this. So starting to actual learn. So then it was almost like an education. So taking some beer courses, mm -hmm. reading a lot of books, meeting people going in for brew days and actually learning how it was made. There's so much more depth to it. And then learning what flavor brings what to things or why this beer tastes off. And it just really is where I fell in love with it. It was just right. kind of the actual knowledge and schooling like I've never been a scholar so I think when you find something that you're actually passionate about learning mm -hmm. then you kind of have a little bit more interest in wanting to learn it right like by no means will you will I ever know everything about beer because right. it's insane and it comes from way back when right but um yeah so I guess it mainly started as a blog went to kind of Instagram Facebook start to forget about it Facebook because a lot of my opportunities do come from Instagram. That's yeah. just the way that seems to run. But Facebook, I get so much engagement on. So mm -hmm. I keep it there because it's important. And then the website, I probably don't write as much as I used to because I also couldn't force myself. So when the pandemic hit, it was unfortunate because I'd had some great opportunities leading up to it and had uh, was finally like given a trip to do some work all the way up to San Fran. So like my right. first flight was paid for and it was all these accomplishments that I had worked really hard for and then everything's been shut down. So it's been hard to sort of get on this role and hoping that it'll come back, but I can't just force that writing either. It's just the way that I sort of work. And right. there's lots I could be writing about past things, new beers, but it's just not the way. And I think, I think it's important to speak to the patience that you had. Yeah. And cause I think a lot of people see it as like in the, the patience and the work <laughs> that you put into it, and have lot, put into this. Lot. And I think a lot of people just say, oh, I'm going to start this blog about something and I'm going to take a picture of it and yeah. that's all I need to do. And they don't see that the work that's gone into it and like you five or six years and last year was where you started seeing or last two years, you've really mm -hmm. started to see those, like you said, flying out to San Francisco and some of these larger opportunities. Yeah. And I think that that's so cool, but people see that and don't understand how much work went no. into it to get there. How much timeless work that you are not paying yourself for, which is, I enjoy writing, right? Mm -hmm. Or I'm not a natural writer, so that right. in itself is a work, and that's mm -hmm. why I can't just sit down every day and write. Mm -hmm. But yeah, tires hours of being like, okay, oh, I just have to do this blog post for this, but then realizing how much it takes to do to do that, mm -hmm. right? And your photos and, and 
even these tourism trips, like you're planning a schedule, you got to try and stay on track. You're still trying to include beer with all of this. It's just like sometimes a little distracting, right? But then you got to get the content together. You got to make sure you're shooting proper video or whatever it is that you've worked on the deal for them for. But right. there's a lot of people who I think it, they think it's easy. Mm -hmm. It can be right. at times. I think people get sort of tired because you don't get as quickly out of blogging as what you want out of it, right? Okay. Oh, I want opportunities. It's not that I want free things all the time. Free things are nice. I pay for a lot of stuff, right? right? I support a lot of businesses, mm -hmm. but it works like that too, right? Opportunities. Okay, well, now I you're hiring me to come do this work and be sort of a voice for your business. And it, it makes sense to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But even, um, you know, starting shows like you guys, like right. it took a while for you guys to sort of be consistent. You remember, you have to do it every week. And right. people get tired of that. Mm -hmm. You start to not only run, run into things, but you think no one's watching. Yeah. Your numbers do this and then they do this. Mm -hmm. And you're like, uh, so don't get stuck <laughs> yes. on those. They're important because they should also motivate you. Right. But they're not the ends all be all, right? Mm -hmm. People are always watching, even when they say nothing, mm -hmm. they're sitting on the other end and just like staring. There's right. always people doing stuff. So <laughs> you get those odd comments where you're like, oh, okay, well they are. Or like even my birthday post, it's interesting to think, oh my gosh, I have like 600 likes on my birthday post. And like, I only have like a hundred and something on my other ones. I'm like, so does that mean that my content's not good? Mm -hmm. or I'm like, well, it's also a birthday post. So more right. people are gonna chime in, but thinking, okay, well, if that many people saw that, or because of the comments. And, and you start to, I don't know, it's good to, to sort of figure it out, but not lose right. sleep over it at night. So I'm like, okay, if these many people are still technically watching, then, mm -hmm. um, you know, inconsistency. Right. Right. Which Just I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> Consistently inconsistent. Consistently getting better at consistency. Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, that consistency leads into those other opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that that's, that patience thing, is the most important yeah. piece <laughs> of it all, right? It and it's is. just like anybody that started, like we were talking about startups um, earlier and just how there's so many, like the most in like United States history was yeah. what that article said. And like they there, started that's taking a, stats on that in 2004, I think. So, right. so which is weird, not could before, be other booms. but like, yeah, like I doubt, obviously, that's the way the world's gone, right? But. But I think that that's incredible. And all these people are going to hit those same hurdles mm -hmm. through all of the different, like they'll hit them different ways, but they're all going to hit those same hurdles. And it's going to be the people that have, that push and continue to push even when it's not going as quickly as they maybe wanted to. And yeah. So just keep, keep going. Heather says, um, I'm succeeding because of you. I'm not late. I'm I'm late, but I'm here live. <laughs> um, and then Jared's on now as well, taking a oh, break good. from cuddling animals. Yeah. Um, and and I think self-taught's a lot of stuff in this too. Like you have to find that drive. Like I, when I started my blog, I knew nothing. I knew nothing about yeah. how a blog platform worked. You can find easy ones. You can find like WordPress. I still would have no idea how to write some of that, but maybe one day, right? So what are you willing to teach yourself? And I mean, all that information's out there too, mm -hmm. but taking the right photos, how do I do a proper story? Oh, writing this post. Okay, wait, now I have to also do pitches mm -hmm. if I want. Now I have to build a media kit. Like right. all this stuff was everything that I basically was self-taught in doing. Like, I mean, friends, I'm not discrediting anyone that along the way and everyone that I've um, gotten resources from online and all that stuff to, to teach, but that's another big part. Okay, how do I do this? All right, mm -hmm. now I have to sit down today and figure out how to do this, right? right? And be consistent at that too. And learning, okay, hashtags, how do I do that? Well, there's a million resources online, so finding that out and seeing what works for you. So it's, it's nobody's, 
nobody's sitting down with you necessarily and saying, here's how you do a blog, right? Mm -hmm. Because a blog is very personal. It's your own opinions. It's not like I got a new job and they're going to teach me how to do half the work or something, right? right? It's kind of very much your own. So now you have all that put on top of everything else, which is, which is fun, but it's also the reason why things are slower sometimes. Right. I certainly get what I put into it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, eventually. (laughs) And I think depending on, like, for me, looking back at, like, going to college, and I think it was more about the people that I met in in that time frame than necessarily the skills that I learned. And, yes, I was Mm. put into a classroom for a bunch of hours, and I had to do that. But everything that I learned could have been done via YouTube now. That may not have existed 10 years ago that way, Mm -hmm. but now for sure – you're able to just go, oh, how do I do this? Mm-hmm. And there'll be a hundred, maybe thousands of uh, different videos online about how you do that one thing, yeah. different ways, the exact same way. Which um, I think is like frying our brain a little bit because we have all these answers at our fingertips, but it's also fantastic. Right. Like it's the way it is and it's pretty cool that you can go figure out. Sometimes I get nervous when Bernie starts YouTubing car things and is under like under my car fixing stuff, but I've learned to trust him. <laughs> he goes on the first drive out. Yeah, I still yeah. haven't gone off a cliff or anything, yeah. but <laughs> it's true, especially or a lot of schooling. I think we, um, Bernie and I are a little bit hard on schooling sometimes because we think sometimes it's not needed, but I also think it depends on the personality. Right. I would probably, I would probably learn better in that environment, but I haven't been there uh, mm-hmm. since high school because I didn't go to secondary school. Right. Just things later on in courses yeah. and whatnot, which is obviously yeah. tons too. I think like I could probably go take any course I wanted online and learn about something, which right. is also cool. Yeah. Whether it's well, what I do. So my, well, I bought like some like embroidery classes and I realized Sweet. I bought like a really advanced one and did not. It was only like $4 <laughs> and I was like, I cannot do these. And then I think I downloaded something free after that. So <laughs> it wasn't like level three science, but it's like can't sew these (laughs) but whatever you can learn anything online yeah just google it (laughs) let's google Google it it. take a look um perfect opportunity to plug the breakfast club pop Mm. in there to learn um there's a a whole whack of great people small businesses people that are in marketing in their careers Mm -hmm. that are just looking to grow and learn and connect with other people that are doing similar things Totally. And uh, it's just a great environment to be able to bounce ideas. We had someone ask how you join. Don't you just go and join? Yeah. You just request, right? Yep. All day breakfast, you go down the page. It is a private group. You go to community, the community tab on the all day breakfast page and then just request the join and then get in there. And if you haven't introduced yourself yet, uh, please do. Yeah. Post a nice picture of yourself. And And we do, do we screen? We don't really screen. We maybe screen a little. We're not allowed to talk about that. Maybe. Not in a bad way. Yeah. But it's it's a safe space of... Um, people aren't going to yell at you. People are going to be helpful. And, right. Yeah. It's all uh, be constructive. Me. I'll be yelling. I yeah. might yell, but that Kiff doesn't matter. Kiff likes all caps. I like all caps. Yeah. Uh, it's all caps. It's Friday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, ben says, my high school music teacher always said, practice makes better, not perfect. And I've never forgotten that. You will never stop learning. And I think that's great. Yeah. Just keep going. And I think the moment that you think you know everything is the moment that you're You've failed. You're doomed. <laughs> You're doomed. Yeah. yeah. So with that phrase, there's I have this book that I got when I was reading about before I went on an insulin pump. And it was just, it said, your diabetes will never be perfect, but you can always be better. So right. I always think of that for everything in life. Like you're never going to be perfect. Right. Um, or to all these young girls out there that I think it's really hard for them on social media these days. Like it's not about being perfect, but right. you can always be better. And that usually is more 
from the inside and always just striving to do things rather right. than just thinking you're perfect or wanting to be perfect. Right. Perfect's overrated. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I say. <laughs> uh, random thought. I didn't make like, a perfect dinner the other night, but I'm sure there was some improvement I could have put. Last week I was on a roll with, uh, I did like, did I do chicken shawarma from scratch? And some jerk chicken, but like made all the spices, like mixed all the proper recipe spices from scratch. Very nice. Yeah, it was really good. And how'd you? Did, it was pretty perfect. Did you just know I, mean, I was maybe missing one spice, so <laughs> yeah. it, it can be better next week. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. And I, I think, like, how much of where where I am today is based off of saying yes to things, and I think that you'd probably agree to that too. In just saying yes to different opportunities mm -hmm. and seeing what's out there and where it takes you. And I know like one of the, my favorite things about you guys is uh, like just going random places, sitting at the bar and talking to people yeah. or you're able to throw it out on, on your Instagram and be able to say, where should I be? Mm -hmm. Where should I be going? And it's all about, it's equally about the traveling and the beer, but the biggest component of that I think is meeting the people yeah. there and having them kind of show you around. Oh, and, absolutely. I mean, they'll teach you how to travel like a local. They'll, mm -hmm. they'll teach you all the, the good spots to go or, or the, the good dive bars, you right. know, that are, are, you know, safe places to go or whatever. But like you always get the goods on uh, the local stuff from sitting at a bar and just talking to a local. I always mm -hmm. my one best friend, she's always like, Oh, you guys are so good on your vacations. And she's like, I'm like, you need to talk to people. So I think <laughs> once I would dared her. And then I think like one day and she texted me from her far off vacation and was like, yeah, we haven't met anyone or something. <laughs> we sort of joke about it, but um, you know, it's not about being a weirdo, but it's right. certainly about, opening up and then there's always that step before just saying yes how you're talking about opportunity it's actually like also looking so just being aware of what that opportunity is trying to think of everyone you meet how this could be an opportunity not in a way of like what can I get from this person yeah, that's not right. what I mean but like yeah. oh how could I maybe work with them even if it's something that you couldn't like just trying to have that creative side mm -hmm. of being like that and that's what I like with my blog I'm always like how could I because it is still beer-based, and a lot of people follow me for the travel side mm -hmm. of it too, but always thinking, how can I twist this with beer? So even products, I'm like, oh, well, I need this when I'm out doing this with it. Right. or that, like, there's just I think it helps your wheels spin and you not to stay in a stagnant place with whatever mm -hmm. it is that you're creating or writing about, I guess, right. sort of from a, a blog atmosphere. But Yeah, so always be on the lookout. Yeah. Say yes to things. Yeah. And then once you've said yes to enough things, then start saying no to things. Or else, you yes, burn ben. Your, or else you burn yourself out. <laughs> yes, Ben. Um, and then I think... I can also say no things. I think that was a... I was never one to say... I'm not that type of person that will say yes if I can't do something, but there are a lot of people that do um, mm. because they're wonderful people or caring mm -hmm. or... Um, Abby, <clears throat> probably learn to say no sometimes too, right? Like you have right. to take care of yourself. But I think mm -hmm. sometimes that comes at an, a, an older age. I don't know if it's you hit 40 and you don't give a <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. shit anymore and you're kind of like, no, I don't want to do that. But, yeah. you know, does it bring you joy? Is this adding stress to you? Are they going to be happy about what's happening? Mm -hmm. So just learn to take time for yourself and say no. The right. world's not going to end. Or no, how about next week? Or can we revisit this? Right. You know what? I got no time this week. But rather than trying to, to shove it in and... Um, jam your week full of more things. Unless mm -hmm. that's what gets you going. Yeah. Jam away. <laughs> jam away. Jam away. You go for some jam. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else? I don't know. I miss doing what I do. I want to yeah. travel more. I need to find that motivation again. It's like that rush, right? You know it's not the sensible time to mm. be wanting to whisk off, but I feel like every time we're getting closer, and I think like 
especially with our new trailer, we're in all these like trailer groups of the like just the ones like of the the model that we have. Right. right. And a lot of people are American, and they're just all over traveling. I it's just know. like it's hard to. I'm like, why am I in this group? Like, <laughs> yeah. this is so terrible. But it's nice to see other people, and it just is like it's coming, right? Right. And it's been yeah. fun over there because it was like last year this time we're like, oh my gosh, the U.S. And now you're kind of like. Yeah, oh, the U.S. <laughs> yeah. Like I get, I get it, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just looking forward to traveling and, mm -hmm. and writing something again, or um, working again with the tourism agencies across Ontario. There's some great ones that I've built some fun relationships with, right. and love that area of town. So exciting to get back, and some of them have been more red flag than us too. So it's been, so, you know, I'm being responsible and not sneaking down there, but. It's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, getting to that point. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Speakeasy traveling pie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just wear disguise. Yeah. Just throw a mustache. It'd be my, on. my only fans. Or my only fans. Or what's that called? Only fans? Only Wait, fans. this isn't what yeah. I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. It's just me yeah. drinking beer in places I shouldn't be. <laughs> Might be a good idea. Yeah. Hey, here we go. <laughs> Um, thank you everybody so much for joining with us today at the yeah. later time. Um, I hope we didn't bore you. I know I wasn't as funny and witty as Bernie today, but sometimes you need a change from that guy. Yeah. He had like a steady enough. run too. He had, a, yeah. he had a steady run of being here. Yeah. Time for, time for a breather. Yeah. Yeah. We locked him out. Locked we locked him out. out. He's outside right now. Sometimes. Um, we've had a yeah, it's been a lot of time with them this, this last week. <laughs> so thank you so much for watching Thanks, tips. Guys. Thank you for joining today. Yeah, anytime. It was a pleasure. And anytime. if you have any questions, please reach out. Join the Breakfast Club. We'd love to chat with you some more. We'll see you Friday inside the Breakfast Club. And if not, we'll see you next Monday at nine for Electric Bacon. Thank you everybody. Have a great week. Have a great week.